Hello and welcome to the Popcast, a production of the Goethe Institute and Bayern Zwei's Zündfunk magazine. This is Mary Dave Creedon presenting the English version of Ralph Sommer's show. On this September edition of the monthly Popcast, we'll be recommending another five new albums produced in Germany or recorded by German acts. Our featured artists this time around are Nene H., Die Radiere, Henning Hans, the rapper Breezy, and the Moritz von Oswald Trio. Let's start with the Moritz von Oswald Trio in Berlin. Their 2021 opus is entitled Descent. Here's the fourth track off the album called Descent, Chapter 4.
After a five-year hiatus, Moritz von Oswald's ever-changing Berlin combo have now come out with another album called Descent, off of which we've just heard the track Chapter 4. Von Oswald basically invented dub techno music and has recorded with various lineups of the trio in the past, including greats like Tony Allen, Carl Craig and Ricardo Villalobos. This time around, he went into the studio with Laurel Halo, an experimental electronic artist from the US, and the German jazz drummer Heinrich Köberling. The tracks on Descent are mostly six or seven minutes long and could be described as techno-jazz jams with a touch of dub noise. Laurel Halo has already been showcased on the podcast with her LP Dust, which was voted Album of the Year in 2017 by the British magazine The Wire. Since then, she has also worked with John Cale, curated a festival in London, and most recently put together a soundtrack. Laurel Halo plays keyboards here with the von Oswald trio. Heinrich Köberling, their new drummer, has played with the Julia Hülsmann Quartet, Jan Delay and Gunther Hambel. The Moritz von Oswald trio's new tracks are graceful meditations, in the form of warm, reverberating grooves that don't want to rush things, but to delve deep. Let's linger in Berlin for our next number. While Laurel Halo come while Laurel Halo came to Berlin all the way from Ann Arbor, Michigan, way up north by the Canadian border, our next featured artist is a rapper from New England, more precisely from Manchester, Connecticut. Here's Breezy. Berlin is a bitch with a black eye and a gold tooth who'll punch you in the face so hard. Berlin is a bitch with a black eye and a gold tooth who'll punch you in the face as hard as she can and then give you whatever stitches you need to stick around for the next uppercut to the jaw. Each of her knuckles a legion of landlords who will evict you in the midst of a global pandemic and keep half your caution because fuck you really you will kiss those bruises with the couches spare rooms of friends who have taken the same beating Berlin with her vague nightmares and K-hole dreamers has a habit of stitching together found families from her meanest left hooks with a too short summer and a jab cross winter that'll knock you flatter than the half-drunk beers abandoned along Zonanale. Berlin eats the souls of her lovers dare she? and dares call them lost when they beg for change on her ubans. Berlin grows out her bushes so you can have sex or piss or shit in peace in her parks. Hey, baby. She winks at you from shvety doorways <laughs> and shouts obscenities at you in Gotti. Berlin is a cheap date. I'll make sure you're never more than five minutes from your next beer or three months from the end of your sublease. Berlin paints her nails purple and blows smoke ring portals into every bar. 
fresh, clean, fast fashion that's okay because you buy at Humana. You will leave this place stinking of cigarette ash even if you don't smoke. <laughs> Berlin's clothes fall off in the street no matter how cold or wet it is. Berlin bets her bike lanes against your helmet, you dweeb. Berlin is drunk on her sheepsect and sheeper beer. She belts out techno homages to the jackhammers that tore down her wall and screams with her ambulances until the Turkish wedding car horns drown her out. Berlin drinks the shopkeeper's spit on Karl Marx's thrasa and wipes her mouth with startups bankruptcy papers. Berlin wants to be socialist, but <laughs> keeps evicting them all. Mm-hmm. Berlin wants to be anti-racist, but keeps calling the cops. Berlin wants to give you as many scars as she can before spitting you back out into the rest of the world. Because she knows a good scar is a good story. She's got a reputation to think about. Mm-hmm. Berlin... Berlin, you make it so hard to live here. But don't make me leave. Ich liebe deine Falafel zu sehr. The city of Berlin is referred to as she, as a bitch in Breezy Stark, Berlin poem of her first full-length album, which she recorded in the German capital. Breezy, who was born to a mixed-race couple in the US in 1988, was getting fed up working with male producers when she found out that music courses in Berlin cost only a third of what they cost in the US. So she moved to Berlin in 2015 for a year-long course in music production and sound engineering. Afterwards, she returned to the States and put out a first EP of soulful alternative hip-hop called the Tragic Mulatto EP. And then in the autumn of 2019, she came back to Berlin just before Covid hit. Since then, she's been living and loving it in Berlin, and sometimes loathing it, too. So, I believe the line is, Vielen, vielen Dank to my Berlin chapter, the city where I trained to become a rapper. I always had a connection with music growing up. For example, jazz in Louis Armstrong, Motown in the Four Tops, and then hip-hop in the 90s. In university, I studied writing and eventually took a class called Hip Hop and Racial Politics, which really helped me to understand the systems of oppression that hip hop confronts. From there, I began writing rap lyrics and experimenting with recording on GarageBand, but it wasn't until I moved in 2019 to Berlin that I tried being a full-time rapper producer. I like to think of my style as a marriage between 90s conscious rap and the blues. I've always been inspired by different styles of African American music, including Negro spirituals, gospel, soul, rhythm and blues, funk, disco, the list goes on. I hope to improve my lyrical flow because for now I rely on storytelling and I want to learn how to freestyle and be more uh, swift and sharp with my lyrics. 
My favorite rapper of all time is still Kendrick Lamar, who is known to have not only double meanings, but triple meanings, triple wordplay in his rhymes. I really appreciate the rappers who carry their community on their backs. Ah, uh, yes, I have been caught while Schwarzfahren or riding without fare. And uh, in the States, our public transportation puts very little trust in the hands of the people when it comes to buying a ticket. So in order to ride most forms of public transportation in U.S. cities, you won't be let on without a ticket. Uh, and I feel as though moving around Berlin in a black body feels like Schwarzfahren or riding without fare. People of color in Berlin are given a really hard time for simply going about their daily lives, as I and other friends have experienced. The color of your skin may be a reason for the polizei to stop, question you, or take you away. I named the album Schwarzfahren because it symbolizes the vulnerability of moving around Berlin or any dominantly white city or space in a black body. So... The Berlin poem is written and performed on the album by Ariel Cottingham. I love their poem because it is nostalgic and funny, tongue-in-cheek, while representing the heaviness and darkness that is a part of living in Berlin, especially the winter. I've lived in Berlin for almost two years now and still have not found stable housing, so... The housing crisis feels very real. The rent cap was removed. Corona ate up a lot of the small businesses and turned them into more luxury housing or offices. Despite this, there is still that grungy anarchist do-it-yourself vibe and the ever-flowing music coming from the streets that makes Berlin so special. I do have a love-hate relationship with Berlin, but the album is totally a celebration of black, queer, femme, and non-binary artists uh, who are so responsible for a lot of the culture, entertainment, and music here and in many cities across the world, but are not recognized for it. And this is what Breezy's Schwarzfahren album is all about. The Berlin-based American artist, who does what she calls mulatto music, bemoans the creeping gentrification of Berlin during the pandemic and that the city's rent cap was taken away by the courts. Our next featured artist felt isolated and depressed during the lockdown. He found solace in the music of a particular band. We'll find out which one in a moment, but first... Let's give this newcomer from Münster a hearing. Here's Henning Hans.
europäische Bellitage, europäische Kameras. Europäische Bahnen sagen, europäischer Schützengraben, europäischer Klimarat, europäisches Attentat. Europäische Parkanlagen, europäische Trikotagen, europäische Grandation, europäische Generation, Freude schöner Götter von Tochter. Geber. Europäischer Saft, europäische Kraft, europäische Wasserfilter, europäischer Nutzgenießer, europäischer Zeitgeist, europäisches Leid. Europäische Seegrenze, europäische Schamgrenze, europäische Welt, europäisches Geld. Freude schöner Götter von Tochter aus Elysium. Wir betreten Feuertrunken, himmlische dein Heiligtum. Deine Zauber werden wieder, was die Stunden schränke teilen. That was Order an die Freude, or Ode to Joy, by Henning Hans, a song about the continent he lives on. Ode to Joy is, of course, the European anthem. It's Friedrich Schiller's poem set to music in the final movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Bei Ode an die Freude geht's einfach nur um Europa und Ode to Joy is about Europe and the cult forming around it over the past few years, which I found odd. Everyone was wearing the EU flag, even on their sweaters. The European flag stands for many good things, but plenty of bad things too. This Berlin-based songwriter from Münster was raised on Eric Clapton-style rock music. The so-called Hamburg School, a movement that championed the use of German lyrics, caught on during his youth. And you can hear the influence of Tocatronic and Kante in Henning Hans's music. 
though you might not notice another Hamburg School influence on his music, especially during the pandemic, namely the band Element of Crime. Also ich das dem letzten Lockdown ausschließlich I think I listened to nothing but Element of Crime during the last lockdown. Partly thanks to their great lockdown podcast, in which they went through all their records one at a time, which inspired me to listen to their music again. I found it comforting. It was a big help. Henning Hans used to play in a band, but eventually his bandmates couldn't find the time for it anymore. So he learned to produce his own music. Recording by yourself actually has some advantages. Everything goes faster and it's cheaper. Plus we've always got the equipment we need on us, observes Henning Hans. Hence the album title, a pun on the German use of the word handy, meaning a mobile phone. Ich hatte mein Handy, hätte man mich gebraucht. Meaning something like, I had my phone handy, had you needed me? Der Albumtitel ist ursprünglich eine Zeile in einem Song einfach. Also ich fand ihn halt irgendwie ganz. The album title is a line from one of the songs. I thought it was pretty funny. I had my phone handy. Had you needed me? The idea that even if you're not writing on your phone at any given time, it seems to be saying, I want you to do something with me. You exist. Or you can do something with me. When I'm not feeling so hot or I'm not all that productive, my phone strikes me as a strange object in my life. I look at it and wonder, what is it you want? Hans, who studied linguistics, describes his sound as veteran post-boomer indie rock. So the sound of this veteran band might be described as boomer post-punk. Dira Dira wouldn't mind the boomer label. They've got a sense of humor. Speaking of which, their new album is called Gute Laune Land, or Land of Good Cheer, which means they finally put the final touches to the title song, which they actually wrote 40 years ago.
Gute Launeland, the latest album by Die Radiere, is out on Blitzkrieg Pop, a Nuremberg label that's been bringing back German post-punk music for a few years now. Die Radiere are probably the oldest post-punk band in the country. Started up in 1978 by Jürgen Beut and C.B. Bordenstein, they spearheaded the post-punk movement along with DAF, Palais Schaumburg, Der Plan and Fehlfarben. Gute Launeland is, if our count is correct, their sixth studio album in 40 years. Christian Bordenstein, their lyricist and vocalist, and Jürgen Beut, who composes the music, talk about the album title Gute Launeland, or Land of Good Cheer, and how it connects up the past and present. Our Gute Launeland demo is over 40 years old, and has got plenty of drive. We made only minimal changes to the lyrics though the scar part at the end of the song is new. I, and millions of other people, are dying to get to the land of good cheer. And that's how it was 40 years ago, too. For my part, I see the piece as a commentary on this insane travel boom. Everyone has to fly off somewhere three times a year just to talk about the places they've been. Die Radiere can do more than just strum guitars, of course. We've always been Kraftwerk fans, and we've been working with electronic instruments since the early 80s. The current remixes are by our former keyboardist, Tom Tokupil, and the DJ Justus Könke, whom I've known since college. Hi, Justus. Hello, Justus. Es befindet sich auch auf unserer 1984er LP Gott und die Welt, there's a remix on our 1984 Gott und die Welt LP on which I sampled all the songs on the record. Remixing's always fun and puts a new light on things. We've always found the world and everything going on in the world totally absurd. The Radira are immunized against religion and ideologies, so sarcasm and irony are our weapons against the insanity of the world. Humour is when you laugh in spite of all. Our listeners are welcome to laugh along with us. As I always say, be cheerful and enjoy. That was Christian Bordenstein and Jürgen Beuth talking about humour, good cheer and their new album, Gute Laune Land, over 40 years after Dira Dira's debut. Let's wrap up our September popcast with Nene H's debut album, Ali. Nene H, a classically trained pianist born in Istanbul, is Beste Aydin when she's at home, which is now Berlin and Copenhagen. The Ali album is dedicated to her beloved late father, and it's a dark melange of ambient darkwave gothic drone and noise. Nene H, who grew up in a typical Turkish family, describes the songs on Ali as a catharsis after a personal odyssey. She chose her stage name Nene H, by the way, for Nene Hatun, a 19th-century Turkish folk heroine and freedom fighter against the Russians. And her songs are in German, English and Turkish. She has performed in Berlin at the Atonal and CTM festivals with a choir and at the Berghain Club. And she's a regular resident at a club in Copenhagen. Nene H, who studied composition in Stuttgart for seven years, moves between cultures, between tradition and modernity. In its rave review, the Tuts newspaper recalls that she once performed wearing a hijab and has taken the Turkish and Azerbaijani harmonies she grew up on and religious chants from Tibet and worked them into techno. 
and in Rolling Stone magazine, Jens Balzer hails Nenny H as the most exciting pop avant-gardist around these days. This is seething Dave Creedon signing off on Ralph Sommer's podcast with Nenny H, or in German, Nenny H, and a track called Reue, which means remorse. Yes, to 
Nur das jetzt zu verstehen. Nur das jetzt zu verstehen.